Yeah, that's the wellfire.com final day study, final day study, December 13th. Con this podcast is the third temple that everybody's looking to be built in Israel. Is it not a building, but rather is it you? And it could be you and a building is a third option. But it's a new point of view on the abomination of desolation brought to me by a listener that I think has tremendous amount of wisdom because we've been talking a lot about how this mRNA vaccine actually rewrites your genetic code or can rewrite your genetic code. That's been proven by a bunch of news articles slash white papers. And even how mRNA is linked to memory, rewrites memory, it's a key player there. Elon Musk, who runs one of the biggest transhumanism companies, Neuralink, talks about how mRNA with the right DNA sequencing can turn you into a butterfly, can stop aging. And folks, what they're telling us Christians, what they're telling us Christians today, I'm sure they're 30, 40 years ahead of what we even can imagine. So first of all, what I want to do is I want to prove the temple of God is you. And how does this fit the abomination of desolation and end times with the Antichrist calling himself God and trying to defile you? So my favorite couple of verses are as follows. Jesus answered and said unto them, destroy this temple and in three days I'll raise it up. Then said the Jews, 40 and six years was this temple in building and wilt thou rear it up in three days? They're like, come on, what are you talking about? But he spake of the temple of his body. So what does that mean if you're a Christian? Couple verses. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God and ye are not your own? 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Let's continue. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. And that just reminds me, I've always read that as like, if you're a drunkard, if you sleep with whores, if you just sin, smoke, whatever, God's going to take action, which I'm sure it means that. But it also, in my opinion, those that are defiling God with vaccines, fluoride in the water, mRNA technology, genetically modified organisms that mess with your body and your health, <laughs> chemtrails, woe to you, my friends. And there are other passages that back that up as well. God's going to destroy those that destroy his earth. Genetic Armageddon, my friends. So then what does this mean for the abomination, desolation, the end times when the Antichrist declares himself God and wants you to worship his, his image? Let's read. Let no man deceive you by any means, so that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that is happening right now, my friends. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, the Antichrist has not happened yet, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So how can he sit in the temple of God? Well, he can do that if we're, if we're talking about you as the temple of God. He can do that through transhumanism. He can do that through mRNA technology that's hooked up to the internet of things, creating this virtual reality giving you promises that you can live forever. We can reverse aging. We can make you perfect. This is jacking in to God's genes as the days of Noah. We'll get into it. There was a gene war back then. So I had that dream where the Antichrist, he was presenting, and it looked like he was presenting in front of some sort of Greek temple with those beautiful columns. I'm convinced he was hit 
with what I think was the spear of destiny. He ended up dying, but really they took his head, somehow kept his consciousness alive and put him on this big mega jumbo supercomputer. Maybe it was a quantum computer. And the electricity was out around the world everywhere, but they had these free energy devices in a small triangle all throughout the world in these small towns. And the Antichrist showed up as a hologram. He was talking away and people were lining up to get food and to take the mark of the beast and to worship the image. They went to a booth, flash a light. So I'm convinced this mRNA vaccine is somehow defiling you and tying as you accept the mark of the beast, worship the image, complete the process, you will then be lost forever. And it's close. You just got to ask, why do they want to jack us with mRNA so bad and our kids, more kids die of this vaccine than of COVID-19? And they're gaslighting us. They're talking about kids having heart attacks. I mean, this is the minimum. It's going to shorten their lives. It's coming together. I wanted to, before we go any further, abomination and desolation. Let's just look at what those words mean. So abomination is disgusting. It's often associated with defiling. You're defiling your body, idols as well. And then desolation is uninhabitable. And so as this process goes through, this mRNA technology, your genes being defiled, and I, I don't think that's the mark of the beast. I think it's the beast tech, just to be clear. But then as you complete the process, then you'll be uninhabitable by the Holy Ghost. You will be devastated. You will be no longer to be reached. It's a soul trap. And they're telling us with Omicron, we'll get into it as well, stick with us. But let's put the icing on the cake on the temple of God as well. We told you a bunch of scripture. Let's continue to work through it. So know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, as you're, if you're a Christian, for ye are bought with a price. The price is Christ, right? He died for us. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And before that, it talks about don't fornicate with a harlot, right? And harlot also don't fornicate with an apostate church with bad doctrine. You know, flee fornication. It's wicked. Be with one woman, husband, wife, flee that wicked sin. And it reminds me too, when I first was saved, I think his name is Derek Prince. Don't quote me on it. He's since passed. He was an Oxford graduate, super, super sharp guy, but he was known for just great preaching, but spiritual warfare. And I remember he was talking about if you fornicate outside of marriage, that you give legal right to demons to possess you. You know, so if you, if you had somebody that you slept with and all the demons that were basically inhabited that person, they have that right to come into you. I just thought that was fascinating. Have to see where and back that up with scripture. Well, that guy was a sharp, sharp guy. Just this passage reminds me of that. And you think about it, you sign up for the Antichrist and his system. It kind of fits this. But I think the icing on the cake is Ephesians 2.19. It has a bit of a separate twist than all those other scriptures that we just read about the temple of God being you and, and this group. This is more of, of the group, but let's read. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners. So this is both Jew and Gentiles, our saints that believe on Jesus Christ. But fellow citizens with the saints in the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. What I love about that are built upon the foundation of the apostles 
who mostly were Jews, and the prophets, Old Testament. Old Testament was written for Jesus Christ. I keep on hearing people that went to Bible college talk about how the Old Testament is different than the New Testament. I, I just don't see it. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple of the Lord. So all of us are building together unto an holy temple in the Lord with the Holy Ghost is in us and we are grouped together. In whom ye also are built together for inhabitation of God through the spirit. Just more of an interesting way to talk through that. So it's obvious there's gene corruption going on, right? With the mRNA technology, we talked about that. So we're, another marker of end times is as the days of Noah, Noah so shall it be today. And there was a gene corruption in the days of Noah with the giants, like the, the angels went on to women. I know some conservative pastors disagree with that, but I think the key passage for me is Noah's, Noah was righteous in his generations. And you think about it, if you have a bunch of kids and let's say you ra you're raising those kids right, I guarantee you not all your kids are righteous. Some of them won't have faith. Some of them won't have to Christ. So to me, what that means is all of his generations were righteous, meaning their genes were not corrupted. And then when you look at the podcast that we did, Proof the Bible is Real, the cover-up of giants is overwhelming. These six-toed genetic freaks, you know, 10 to 14 feet. And what's mind-blowing about that podcast, I still can't get over it. I know I've mentioned this a couple of times. I think it was Las Vegas. They found a bunch of giants with carvings of dinosaurs. And they had zoot suits. They had weapons that the metal work they could not do today. They were so, it was so sophisticated. They couldn't figure out how they actually formed these copper axes. And then they had drawings all over the place that reminded them of Masonic type symbols. <laughs> That's the hidden knowledge there, my friends. A lot of these Luciferians think that they come from the fallen one, that Lucifer is the good guy and they are the seeds of the fallen one. I mean, it's right there. And if you don't believe it, Let's say you're not sold yet. Just read Daniel and the fourth beast rising, right? The fourth beast is the beast system in the end times. And this is clear. Let's read. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. We were born from the dust. It doesn't mix. Clay does not mix with iron. I mean, the seed of men, they try to mingle with the seed of men. What are they trying to do today with mRNA? They're trying to mix with the seed of men and it gets even weirder with Om Omicron and some of the different things the Illuminati have shown us, these Satanists that run this world. I just thought this was interesting, this fourth beast rising, an article from LifeSite News, more demonic expression. This creature, if you're just listening, you got to check out the video. It looks like the beast of the book of Revelation, right? And if there's a physical temple that they build and or slash this supercomputer where the Antichrist sits, and maybe it's, it's both, it's obviously, I think, going to be in Israel, in Jerusalem, or Sodom in Egypt, where they actually crucified Christ. 
and we got to pray the people of Israel get saved right now. You know, they need to be saved because they've been jacked by this mRNA vaccine more than just about any other group. And Israel with this technology, here are a couple articles, they're just ahead of everybody with technology. So why Israel has the most technologically advanced military on earth, an article from New York Post. And then there was another article that went on to talk about how the people of Israel are prepping for the mark of the beast system. Over a million signed up for a biometric IDs. So they're going to run this beast system, this beast tech out of Israel. And that's probably why armies around the world are going to go and try to take down this system because they're going to be enslaved. Transhumanism is an enslavement system. Pretty wild. And I know I've mentioned this a lot with Deagle Report, but the war on Western nations, I threw in Israel. They're attacking these so-called elite. They're attacking the people of Israel. They're taking them out as the USA, England, Germany, France, Australia, Canada, these Western nations. And we've just fallen from Christianity, right? The, the, the countries that are being brought up in Christianity, like India, I've heard is actually exploding with Christianity. China, up to 200 million people are Christians. Russia, and a lot of people say, oh, the Orthodox you know, aren't, aren't Christians. I just think that's nonsense. And also I actually have a cousin who, was a Baptist preacher in Russia for many, many years. And he said, people are coming to Christianity in Russia. God's blessing them. He's blessing other nations right before us. And he's cursing us. That's on the pulpit. That's on false doctrine that we'll get into. So Omicron, a lot of people have covered this, but it just freaked me out. And it ties back into this abomination of desolation going into the temple of God that is you. And when I saw this video game, they're trying to scare us to take this mRNA vaccine. When I saw this video game with David Bowie, it comes out as a hologram that just reminded me of that Antichrist dream I had. I won't play the whole thing, but this Omnicrom video game has words like demon war, soul trap, gate for demons, artificial intelligence, resurrection of power, di different dimensions. Your exploits. You're not the first video game player to get your soul trapped in this dimension, but you're certainly the first to stay alive so long. That hologram. They're now in Astaroth's reservoir of souls. Better to die a thousand deaths than end up there. Astaroth was locked up in a cage for thousands of years by Kushalain the hero of the Cobalt Wars. Now that he's free, the demon needs to build up his power again because it dwindled over the centuries. And then a couple other things that people have mentioned. In 1963, the Italian film Omicron was released. It was about an alien taking over a person's body to recon the planet for the future invasion. Demon possession is produced by Lux Films, which translates into Lucifer. And so... I've heard some people talk about that are pretty technical with the quantum computer. They're like, we're talking to something on the other side of this dimension at CERN, and we have no idea how it works. But, you know, so is this going to allow for demonic possession, spiritual warfare, Ephesians 6? I don't know. It's absolutely wild. Then there was another movie, more on a virus in 2013 with Omicron. But let's bring this home with scripture. Ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place. Whosoeth readeth, let him understand. Then 
let them which be in Judah flee into the mountains, right? When I saw this whole thing go down, I was on a run. I was fleeing. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house, neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. So my question is a holy place, a temple that is not built for Jesus Christ, but rather it's built for Baal or Moloch. And maybe, because right, the golden calf was an abomination, it was an idol. So it could be. Or is it the dream or combination of both? Because they're defiling the holy place, which is the temple, which is you as a Christian, your body. And if you're cut off from it, the Holy Ghost is cut off from it, right? I think that's where this whole thing is aligning. When you you take a look at the technology that's being built, the foreshadowing of, you know, kind of the, the dark arts. And dark arts are in the Bible. Dark arts are in leaders of Daniel. You just see the witchcraft of this whole mRNA vaccine taking place in front of us, the sorcery. So before we close out, the next Bible study I want to do next week, I want to talk about the pre-trib rapture and dispensationalism, which I just find fascinating. I, I like a lot of preachers. I like to listen to a lot of them. And half of them are big time into dispensationalism. And the other half are not. And I'm leaning towards the ones that are not. And they never went to Bible school. And then when you find out the history of this, you just got to scratch your head. Pretty well educated. I'm not the smartest by any means. But when I read my King James Bible, maybe the third time I found a church who started talking dispensationalism in pre-trib rapture, I couldn't find it anywhere in the Bible. And I scratched my head. I tried to figure it out. And then I ended up finding some preachers that were saying it was nonsense. (laughs) So we're going to go, we're just going to go through it and talk scripture. So where I think this is super dangerous is if the pre-trib rapture doesn't take place and you're just going down this pathway and they're on the verge of cutting off your head and you're like, wait a minute, I needed to be raptured out of here. You need to endure to the end. And what that means to me is endure until you die, right? No matter how hard it gets, endure to the end. God will provide, put him first. And then we need to be bold. We need to be bold with Jews trying to get them saved now. They're not all going to get saved. The fullness of the Gentile, the way I read it, and others have taught me this, the fullness of the Gentiles where all Israel will be saved is at the end of Daniel's 70th week. 